Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Today, uh, I, w- I want to just uh, share uh, something with you um, along your way um, to wherever it is you're trying to get to. You know, um, every, everybody has a different definition for success. And I'm not I'm not here to tell you what yours should be. I mean, please pursue whatever you think success is. Aim as high as you can, though. Uh, that's for sure. My father used to say all the time, I'm sure you all have heard it in different variations, but he used to always say, aim for the moon just in case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. He'd say that to me all the time. So that always was in me to aim high. Now, he wasn't saying aim with the intent to miss. He was just saying aim in case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars if you aim for the moon. But if you just aim for that first floor window and you miss it, you know, usually run into some type of wall and, and nothing happens. You slither down. You know, in my book, uh, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, I told uh, people that men love three ways. They profess, they provide, they protect. And that's the core essence of a man's love. Well, there's some other P's in life, too. The number one thing you have to understand about trying to be successful, and I guess I call this the four P's. I may come up with five along the way. I don't know. I'm just talking as it's given to me, so. I'm going to start by saying that these are the four P's of 
uh, success that you have to get ready for. Number one is pressure. A lot of it is applied by the circumstance of what you're trying to go for and what you're trying to do. But a lot of it also is self-imposed pressure. It's, it's what you put on yourself to make it. It's, it's a sense of urgency. It's, it's a sense of necessity. But pressure is the first thing I want you to be ready for. And pressure comes in a lot of different forms. But it's going to be pressure. There's an old saying that pressure busts a pipe. See, that's why most people turn around. Because of the pressure of trying to be successful. I want you to get it in your mind that it is going to be a pressurized situation on your rise to the top. Pressure. But understand that that is what it is, is not going to change. That's it. Prepare yourself. Get ready for there to be pressure. The second thing I want you to understand is when you receive this pressure, you have to persist. You got to stay at it. You got to develop a doggedness. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a song out that says, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. That's a funny line in that song because really I was thinking about it one day. I was humming it and, 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 it, and it occurred to me Say, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. And, you know, now you could take it in the literal sense that cat chases the dog because it's innately it's in his spirit that cats and dogs are a lot of times enemies. Now, people have pets and have proven that if you show love on both sides, they can exist, and that happens too. But naturally, Innately, when your cat goes by a dog and your dog don't recognize him, there's some barking going on. I'm talking about just walking through the neighborhood or something. So, But the reason that this dog is so persistent towards this cat is just because it's in him. It's innately in him. And what I'm saying to you, just using that as an analogy, is that you got to be you got to be persistent in that you got to develop some dog in you now because pressure takes some fighting back. See, if you don't fight back against pressure, pressure busts a pipe. So what you think it'll do to you? Pressure crack walls. Pressure cause explosions. So if you don't fight back to hold it in, you understand pressure does most people in. The simple thing called pressure. The, the weight of what it feels like to want to be successful every single day over and over and over and over and over. It's just too much pressure. People crack. You got to persist. You have to persist. You can, the thought of giving up can come, but you got to get it out. You got to persist. The next thing I want you to think about is another something that I've been thinking about for years and learned for years. It's called perseverance. To persist means to, to, to insist. The key word in, insist, in persist is insist. You must, you must insist that this is going to happen. Now, the, the persist, I'm assuming, means 
it's a proaction. It's some type of proaction that you go towards it to make it, you know, persist. You got to be persistent. You got to be constantly at it. insisting that it happens. You got to be constantly at it. But the next thing I want you to remember is perseverance. Perseverance is important. Perseverance means that when you've done your best, when you've persisted, when you're fighting back against the pressure, perseverance simply means I'm going to hang in here. If if a crack come in the pipe, I'm going to hang in there. If the pipe bust, I'm going to keep going. If I got to put duct tape, mud, whatever I got to put on this thing, man, I'm going to use perseverance. I'm going to stay with it no matter what. So we looking at the three things again. You got to understand that it's going to be pressure, that you're going to have to persist. Keyword in persist is insist. You have to insist that no matter what the pressure is, I'm going to stay with it. But then perseverance, if it goes wrong, man, you got to get in there and keep fighting. But then Lord have mercy. Nothing helps you handle the three P's better than the fourth P. You got to pray. You got to use prayer. You got to talk to God. You got to use faith. You got to have some conferences with him late at night, early in the morning, in the middle of the afternoon, when you're on the train, when you're driving. You got to talk to God, man. You got to get yourself some help along the way. Nothing is bigger than prayer. There is nothing bigger than prayer. Prayer will help you overcome the pressure. Prayer will help you stay persistent. And Lord have mercy, prayer will help you persevere. Them is the four Ps. God gave that to me. I'm passing it on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here. The time has arrived. The blessing has been delivered. We have all awakened. To those of you like me who have awoken, and for those of you like Tommy, is wise awake. <laughs> and if you like Shirley, we don't even know what the correct pronunciation is. So just <laughs> to the bougie and elite, welcome to the show. I dare say. And uh, let's just get it on. Now, here's the deal. We'd like to welcome everybody to the show. Those of you that are in the monkey training business, those of you that in the dog rescue business, those of you that are first responders, welcome, welcome, welcome. Nurses, firefighters, police. Only the good police, though. Only the good police. That's all. Only the good police. The rest of you, we're not talking to you. We're watching you. But to the good officers, men and women that's out there, thank you so much for your service. And ladies and gentlemen, let's get it on. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Vote California. Vote. Election day is today. Shirley Strawberry and Carla Pharrell. <laughs> Both of that? us, right? Good <laughs> morning, <laughs> Steve. That's right, Shirley. Voter today, California. Let's go vote. Look who here, that damn junior, Kill Space. More than uh, wing overload. Wing <laughs> overload is where I'm at. Wings is what I eat. Wings <laughs> overload? Yeah. You oh, all over. yesterday? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, King of Pranks, nephew Tommy. Yay, yay. I'm in the building. What's happening? All day. Yeah. So we're here. Another yeah. blessed day. It is voting day today, though. 
in California. Uh, please get out and vote, man. It, it won't take you long to vote today. They got the voting polls set open. You can stop by. You can go down on your lunch. You can go in there before you go in today. Or you can pop in after you get off today. Or if you ain't doing nothing, just go vote. Take your voter card down there and vote for Gavin Newsom and stop this ignorant, non-supported by valid reasoning recall. And please, please do not let this fool, Mm. Larry Elder, think for one (laughs) moment that the great state of California, which has been blue my entire life, gonna let his donkey red behind in. Because when I tell you straight donkey, donkey, donkey. dog, this dude right here. Serious. I've never yeah. seen anybody more ashamed of being black. He said some things, man, that was so appalling to me and so non-honoring of our ancestors. He said, y'all might not want to hear this, but whites, slave owners should be entitled to reparations too. Because for those of you that don't know this, slavery was legal at the time. Mm-hmm. And, they and lost I just their property. This, this, <laughs> so, what do you want us to get them back? This, <laughs> what are we supposed to get what? in? Reparations? Yeah. yeah. What, what do you need back? You had free labor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You built this country off of free labor. And Ladies and gentlemen, lazy. open up a company. <laughs> And find out how profitable you can be if you ain't got to pay no damn body. Right. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. All right. You can, you can make it. Man. <laughs> All right. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, it's time now for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building and ready to go to work. This one is from Medina in Syracuse. Uh, Medina writes, my boyfriend is a crybaby. We've been in a few situations that have made me wonder if he would be a great husband and dad if we got married. He cries watching chick flicks. He cries uncontrollably at church. And he gets sad when we pass by homeless people. His mom says he has a big, kind heart, and uh, but he's not ashamed to express his feelings. But I'm worried about it, especially because he cries every time we have sex. We've been dating for almost a year. Should I be concerned about this? Deeply. Wow. <laughs> Deeply. You can't be sensitive, Deeply. Steve. <laughs> Deeply. <concerned>. Deeply. <laughs> I've never cried during sex. <laughs> At all? And I've had some wonderful, oh, good. Lord Tearful time. moments you have. I, <laughs> I've had some stand on the mountaintop, shout it, go tell it on the mountaintop moments. <laughs> Never once have I cried. I have a serious deep spot in my heart for homeless people. But it, uh, action is required for homeless people, not crying. Give the give them a few dollars, man. Buy them something to eat. Start you a program. Go down there and feed the homeless. You know, don't don't cry. See, I, that's what I don't like. Crying without any action. You know, you crying at all the chick flicks. You cry when you go to church. Okay, I got that. The crying, yeah. Crying at the movie, dog. All of them. The notebook. You saw white chicks. You was just crying. <laughs> Coming to America, you just crying. Oh, 
crying for. Yeah, you have a problem, and you should be concerned. Okay. Yeah, and his mother talking about he got a big heart. That that's my, look. I'm a sensitive guy. Yeah. Not that. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Shawshank Redemption. Crying. What about Andy? Screaming. What they doing to Andy? You know what they doing to Andy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Uh, Miss Diane in New Mexico says, "I'm in my mid sixties and I am married for the third time to a great man, and he loves me unconditionally, but not enough to let me get a a, a tattoo." sleeve on my left arm my oldest daughter held had her arm done recently and i think it's beautiful but my husband says i'm too old to do it i think he's out of touch with what's going on in the world what do you think should i honor his wishes and not do it or get it done and explain it afterwards i Mm. think you're out of touch with what's go what that tattoo gonna look like in 10 years (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's what i think you're out of touch with you can't get no sleeve on your arm and you 60 you know what you finna look like when you 70 you know that little butterfly you finna get on your arm? You know what it's gonna look like when you're 70? A mouth. A mouth? It's gonna look like a mouth. <laughs> you know <laughs> You know what that heart gonna look like when you're 70? It's gonna look like a teardrop. It's gonna turn upside down. Gravity is not your friend right now. Mm-mm. You got a mermaid tattooed on your arm. In 10 years, it's gonna look like a dead fish. Oh. Not gonna be good. No, lady, I think good. you out of touch. Your daughter did that. You said your daughter did it, and it's beautiful on your daughter. But you sixty. This man married you because he loved you. He didn't marry you because you want. He had a sleeve. Why would you ink up your body like that? Now, if you want to get a tattoo, I ain't knocking tattoos. Do your thing. But I'm just telling you, the problem you got right now is you sixty. He out of touch. He ain't out of touch. He was in touch with you. He don't want you with the sleeve on. And what you gonna put on that sleeve yeah. at sixty? What's, what's in that? Yeah, let's talk about that. What goes on a sixty-year-old sleeve? Prune. Well, not a butterfly. Oh, not a mermaid. <laughs> I know. I know what she gonna take. Still you. here. Not a heart. <laughs> no, nah, her, her medication schedule. Oh. <laughs> her medication schedule. Yeah. Now that's funny, Steve. That's funny. Self-expression. Yeah. Say what, Carla? I said tattoos are a form of self-expression. But What's these is old that? expressions. Old yeah. expressions. Yeah. 60, though. What's wrong yeah. What's she going to put on that? Guam now. Yeah. <laughs> All these old-ass expressions. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finna be 70. <laughs> I mean, she saying. could be. Yeah, it she could, could be, be in great. Okay, shape. what's it gonna be? Oh, what what's she gonna put on it? All right, okay, ain't no saying. Let's put a picture on that. Who's she gonna put on hair? Tell me. Who's she gonna put on there? <laughs> what? Who's she gonna put on now? Who's okay, she gonna put on there? If you would get the tattoo, what would you get? Only thing I would tattoo on my body at this age, Marjorie's name. But you know, I you know, I if I had to get a tattoo, I'd, I'd probably get a tattoo on my shield or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, that's so that they meant something to me. I put, I tattooed my shield. But on. no nonsense on you. Your... No, that ain't no nonsense, dog. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. You can't get nothing else for something to mean something. Put like All right, we're moving on. Birthday cake. <laughs> you can't put that on yourself. <laughs> With six <laughs> candles on. in it. Felipe you know, in Destin, Florida. Piece of salmon cooked. Cooked salmon. I don't think tattoos have any age. 
My wife and I have been married 28 years, and we have a 26-year-old son that lives with us. He's dating one of my wife's friends, and my wife has no idea. My son came clean about it after I saw the woman drop him off one night. I've told the woman that my wife will hurt her if she finds out, but she doesn't seem to care. My son wants to move on. He wants to move in with this woman, and he doesn't want me to tell his mother. Who should I be loyal to, him or my wife, or should I stay out of it and let him learn a lesson? Yeah, you got to be loyal to your son. You got to be loyal to your why, son. Why are you staying there at 26, though? Yeah, yeah, that's, no call. that's a couple problems, too. You got a woman <laughs> dropping you off. You stay at your mama's house. <laughs> 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 this ain't working out. <laughs> but see, let me tell you something. He's not being disloyal to his wife in any way. Because this ain't nothing to do with his wife. This is his wife's friend. Yeah, so I would stay loyal to the son. Let him move on in there and get worms. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh. All right. All right. Uh, we're moving on. We're done with this. Coming up next, the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending headlines and entertainment news, a lawsuit for the dog whisperer Cesar Milan's dog attacked Queen Latifah's dog, uh, plus gorillas at the Atlanta Zoo test positive for COVID-19. Plus no! Carla has today, yeah, plus Carla has today's music news. Another versus battle is going on tonight. We'll talk about these stories at the top of the hour. Right now, the nephew is here with uh, Run That Prank Back for Did the gorillas say anything, Sheridan, like Caesar did? <laughs> I mean, did, was it any? <laughs> Indication. Let me borrow $20. Yeah. <laughs> Caesar got COVID. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll see once we get to that story. <laughs> give, me, give me a shot of Moderna. <laughs> <laughs> Until Monday. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <clears throat> Let's go, cat dog. This right here is catering mistake. Catering mistake. Let's run with it. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Tammy, please. Uh, this is she. Hey, Tammy. This is uh, uh Dexter um, over here at catering. We catered your uh, your aunt Bridget's. Uh, yeah, that's birthday. right. That's right. That's right. How you doing, Dexter? It's good to hear from you. Okay. Good. Good. I'm uh, going through the uh, paperwork here, and I know we have. Uh, an invoice for you all. I wanted to reach out to you. This is not a bad time, is it? No, this is a good time. Okay. So, first of all, did everybody enjoy uh, everything that we, we put out for you guys? Yeah, we had a good old time. <laughs> My auntie Bridget, <laughs> she was so happy. There was no better way to bring in her 60th birthday party. We had a great time. The food was delicious. We are so grateful. So, thank you so much. You and your team did a bomb job. Okay, good deal, good deal. I, I I was here when they loaded up the van and everything, and I wanted to make sure I wanted to follow back up. But listen, I'm looking at the paperwork, and I'm and the, we had a little mishap, and I wanted mm-hmm. to let you know that we're not going to um we're not going to charge you guys for the chicken, uh, uh, because okay. uh, they they made a mistake and uh, they put the wrong pan on the van, and they uh, I noticed that the chicken was actually still here, so. We want to take off, take that off, and I won't. That won't be on the uh, on the invoice. So I'm taking all the the entire cost of the chicken will be completely taken out. Okay. Real quick, let's back up a bit because we had a lot of people at the party. We definitely had chicken. We had well, chicken. 
Yeah, I know you had you ordered some other chicken, but like I said, the guy put the wrong pan on the tr- on the van, you know. And the, actually, the smother chicken was actually still here, uh, you know, here here at the uh, at the shop. So, you know, like I said, we made a mistake. I'm gonna take it off, and that that'll probably knock your you knock a couple hundred dollars off of off of you all's price. I hold on, you hold on, Dexter. So, so what are you saying? So, what were we eating if it wasn't smother chicken? <laughs> what was it? Uh. Well, Miss Tammy, like I say, the, 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 you know, I got on this kid for making this mistake. I, you know, I got on him real bad about it, but you know, putting the wrong pan on there. But like <sighs> I say, this, what you guys had wasn't that was a chicken. What was it though? That's what I'm asking you. What was it? That was that, actually what he put on there by mistake, Miss Tammy. That that was that was rabbit. What? <laughs> you can't be f- serious right now. Are, are you out of your rabbit mind? Are you? F- Serious? You're calling no, me to tell me that your team put the wrong tray on the f- truck and then served it to my family? And you're trying to call me about f- $200? Are you f- serious? Well, oh, more than that? You owe me more than that. You don't know who the f- is allergic to that f- And you're calling me about $200? Are you out of your f- mind? Well, I, I, I wanted to credit you all that. You know what I'm saying? No, it ain't, ain't going to be no credit. It ain't going to be no credit. It ain't no credit. What you mean? Credit. Bridget could have died. Monty could have died. Lucia. We got kids in there. You don't know our dietary needs. Are you crazy? Well, I mean, but you say you liked it, though. It don't matter if I liked it. I can fall out tonight. Stupid. Oh, I'm getting okay. a attorney. I'm done with this. This is stupid. And who the want to eat Bugs Bunny? Does that right to you? Huh? Are you stupid? I'm so annoyed right now. Seriously. We ain't no woods people. We ain't no country people. Wrong with you? Okay, but 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 y'all liked it though, right? No, but you gonna like my foot up your though. That's what you gonna like. I'm gonna be there later, cause your is stupid. Your is stupid. My foot gonna be up your and your gonna be hopping around like a rabbit. The rabbit that you served me. Okay, okay. Let me ask you this here now. Ava, Ava, Miss Ava is your mama, right? What the my mama got to do with this rabbit? What you got to uh, do with this? Okay. See, your mama <laughs> got me to call you. This is Nephew Thomas from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Baby, tell me. <laughs> tell me, your mama ain't able to got me to pray for you. <laughs> I am so sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> Oh so my God! Chicken you... <laughs> you say, Good morning. <laughs> this is crazy. Y'all crazy. Y'all are gonna get it. This is crazy. <laughs> oh man! All right, Tammy. Tell me this, baby. What is the baddest, yeah. and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> you all right, oh, baby? Gosh. Yes, I'm just so glad I didn't have rabbit. I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> rabbit really ain't bad. I love yeah. rabbit. Rabbit ain't bad. Smothered, Smothered rabbit is good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Dog, I had you... rabbit in Paris last time I was there. Really? In Paris, chitlins is a delicacy. They cooking chitlins in Paris? It, Dog, it's a delicacy. It's a delicacy. What, it's certain restaurants in Paris. Got... You so, can order <laughs> rabbit. You can order chitlins, frog legs. It's a delicacy. They're the littlest damn frogs you ever seen, but...
you know, because I <laughs> ordered the rabbit and the damn uh, frog legs. <laughs> I, was, I was on Happy Street. They bought them frog legs out. I said, whoosh, y'all must have quit making these right there. I thought I was eating grasshopper legs. <laughs> you weren't impressed. <laughs> was grass, I was just, I grasshopper legs. I was just eating them with my front teeth. I was just so small. So what's the wildest game you've eaten? There. Kudu in Africa. Kudu, Kudu what's that? Wildest. It looks like an antelope in Africa. Kudu is delicious. That's probably, okay. but I mean, I'll be a possum, raccoon, yeah, muskrat. I can't eat the raccoon, though. Oh, I've had camel, too. I yeah, ate camel, camel over there. They in, eat uh, camel. Well, wherever you're hungry. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought the camel was a workhorse. They don't. Yeah, well, when he ain't working no more. <laughs> I got something for you to eat. I got just good grits. I got it for you. I promise you. Go to just good grits, and at the end, it's a Z. Justgoodgrits.com. Go to my website, and I promise you, you're going to love it. They are flavored grits. They are to the bone. They're setting like hotcakes. Just you, good. you got grits now? I got grits. You've been gone, huh? Justgoodgrits.com, and they're selling like hotcakes. Yes, sir. <laughs> just good like grits. Hotcakes. <laughs> they said them better than hotcakes. <laughs> All right. Thank you, nephew. Congratulations. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A lawsuit filed against Caesar Milan over his pit bull named Junior, severely biting a, a promising mm. young gymnast, has seen Queen Latifah's name brought up in the filing. Attorneys for Lydia Matisse says she went to her mom's office building where her mom worked for Caesar Milan. In the filing, Lydia says Caesar Pitbull was roaming the halls unsupervised. The dog allegedly attacked her, repeatedly biting her on the legs, resulting in severe injuries. How does Queen Latifah come into this, you ask? Well, uh, Latifah had taken two of her dogs to Caesar's Dog Psychology Center for training. The lawsuit says Junior mauled one of her dogs to death and Caesar had his staff cover it up by telling Latifa the dog had been hit and killed by a car. Lydia's attorneys say it's one of several pieces of evidence that Junior has a history of violence. Wow. Well, if Junior killing other dogs and Junior biting people, Junior got to go. Yes. Yeah. Junior got to go. Yeah. See, now all you pet we got the death penalty for people. Y'all still got that. Now, I ain't, I ain't trying to hear this here. Now, and, and, and this is his dog. Yeah. Right. If dog he can't get the dog to stop biting, right. <laughs> who the hell? Crazy. But that's just people, just like parenting, got something to say about everybody else's kids, but your damn kids. But if you're the dog whisperer, why you why you ain't whispering something to your dog? Because <laughs> ain't For nobody real. paying him to do that. <laughs> See, he got to go he where to check it. He's whispering to everybody's dog, ain't said a damn thing to do. <laughs> his dog. Junior but said, and Junior probably though. want Junior probably want some attention. Yeah, <laughs> so he acting out. Yes, yeah. for attention. Yeah. All right, end of story. Junior got to lay it down. Yeah. All right. Well, in more trending animal news, uh, nephew, you found this story uh, where several gorillas at the Atlanta Zoo have tested positive for the coronavirus after handlers noticed many of the. Um, Apes were showing signs of coughing, just mild coughing, runny noses, and a small loss of appetite. I'll be um, I know. Caesar got COVID. <laughs> oh, hammers. Yeah. 
<laughs> he really needed that twenty dollars. Hey, 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 let me get a hold of that vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably caught it from the handler. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the zoo, um, zoo Atlanta's animal handlers collected fecal samples and nasal and oral swabs for, from the gorillas and sent the samples to a diagnostic lab at the University of Georgia, which returned presumptive positive results of COVID-19. How do you test a gorilla? I just mm. told you. you told take you. Care. She just told you how. <laughs> take care of what? Somebody has, you, you know, you take samples. Of you, what? You, you do nasal swabs, you do oral swabs. How? But you go who goes up and sticks there? that thing in the they in the uh, gorilla's uh, yeah, nose. Yeah, how you make him sit still for that? Cause I act the <laughs> ass I, when I got sister, mine checked. <laughs> I act a gorilla every time they give me one. <laughs> them them ten circles per nostril, <laughs> man. <laughs> Y'all talking about, I look at that well, she's ain't standing there. Yeah. I act a gorilla every time they give me one. So I know at least, you stick that stick down in a real gorilla nose. He got something for your ass. You're going to get your elbow snapped. Right. What's yeah. that? gorilla. Apparently one of the uh, animal care staffers was asymptomatic and still coming to work. That's how they caught it, they said. And 13 gorillas. Got, they got 13 gorillas at one zoo? That's a lot they of gorillas. Yeah. That, once the yeah. zoo, once yeah. the uh, gorillas recover, they will be vaccinated. Even the gorillas are getting vaccinated. Vaccinated. So. <laughs> it's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah, come on. For the gorillas, you know, it's a no-brainer. What's your excuse? Yeah. Come on now. Wow. Okay. I think I'd march and go on and find me another zoo if I was them. I would, I'd get on up yeah. out of Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, i file some charges. <laughs> Hell, they suing Caesar. <laughs> they suing Caesar Milan. I'm suing the, the zoo. dog whisperer. Yeah. The gorillas are the protest. We ain't coming out. Yeah. We're not coming out into the opening. Ain't the last person that's seen us. <laughs> we in the back. We ain't coming out. No more this year. Till we get a vaccine. We ain't coming out till we get a vaccine and we want more bananas. And wear your mask. More bananas. Ah. <laughs> More bananas. He said we ain't coming out. Uh, either that or open this damn gate. One of the two. Oh, man. You got you open this gate, you're going to show your ass something, though. <laughs> well, um, wow. Switching gears, <laughs> finally in trending entertainment news. Carla, what you got over the uh, another versus battle going on tonight, huh? Yep, another versus battle tonight in New York, Madison Square Garden at the Hulu Theater. Fat Joe versus Ja Rule. It's tonight mm. versus battle. Yep, they've been talking a little trash talking, going back and forth. But Fat Joe says that, you know, everybody knows Ja got the hits. You know, Ja Rule, early 2000, is all about Ja Rule on the radio. So you know he has the hits. But he told Ja Rule, I'm going to drag you. So Jaws like, bring it on. They'll see tonight. The question is, is 50 Cent going to show up? Because you know Ja Rule and 50 have been beefing yes. forever. Yes. So I sure hope 50 doesn't show up. Sure hope that does not happen. So we'll be watching the versus battle tonight. Also, we got to give a shout out. Rick Ross, Steve, your boy, Ricky Rose. Yeah. He finally, finally got his driver's license at the age of 45. Ricky, Ricky Rose got, got 100 cars. <laughs> the joyride all this time. Yep. 
Yep, and he finally passed the driver's test and got his driver's license. So there How you go. You buy all them cars with no driver's license. I know. To the boss. I don't know. Has he been driving? Well, he said his mom told him to stop joyriding. So oh, there, there you go. He said it took took him about an hour to take the driver's test. He didn't get all the answers correct. I bet. All right, Carla. I bet. Thank you. Coming up in 20 minutes, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so we might not feel any crisp, cool weather yet because we're still, you know, still in summer, but fall is just a few weeks away. And it's the ideal time to prioritize habits that can keep you healthy and full of energy before, um, you know, before I get to those healthy tips, quick question for Steve. Now, Steve, are you focused on your on your health, Steve and the guys? Yeah, focused? I am. Yeah, okay. I'm very focused. Really? Yeah. All right. I've well, even here's some... elevated it this week. I've even elevated it. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, here's some tips to help you stay healthy for the fall season. And you may have some tips of your own, Steve. Uh, As we head into the cold and flu season, load up on foods that can boost your immune system, including foods rich in vitamin C and vitamin D. You have any tips, Steve? Yeah. You have got to stop being an alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) What? That is a must. If you are alcoholic, you have got to check yourself in to be in other words stop going down to that corner stove it's a must <laughs> if you're an alcoholic you got to stop that right now that's the best that's my number one tip Health okay tip. that's a good one all good alcoholics one. must stop being an alcoholic immediately go ahead Cheryl. all right here's another one make sleep a priority being well rested is crucial to staying healthy sleep is important to your health Mm-hmm. Too much sleep is critical to your wealth. How much sleep are you uh, supposed to get per yeah. night? I don't believe is in eight, eight hours eight sleep. Is eight legit? I don't. I don't. I ain't never slept. I haven't slept yeah. eight hours in years. Man. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't see how you need, once you're not a child anymore, I don't see why you need eight hours. I don't know why the child need eight hours, but I'm glad they sleep. Well, though. I mean, a child, because he's growing. <laughs> His bones got to yeah, extend and all this. It. Children have to sleep. Right. But adults, if you're sleeping eight hours, you're growing, but you're growing, you're not growing taller, you're growing wider. (laughs) And I don't, I don't, I mean, like you said, Tommy, you don't know last time you had eight hours. No. No. Do you sleep eight hours, Junior? Never. (laughs) Do you need eight hours? I'm six or less. I got sickle cell and don't sleep eight hours. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, I'm sick and don't get eight hours. But I just don't, I'm not a proponent of Eight hours is a third of your life. Mm-hmm. I, I find that desperately mm-hmm. hard to see how you can have a quality life if you sleep a third of it. That does not make sense to me. But I'm not going to get into that no more because they ate me up on the internet talking about Steve Harvey prefers wealth over health. So here's my thing about sleep. If you want to sleep, get all you want. Sleep as long as you like. You can sleep your life away. You can sleep. You can sleep until you dream the most magnificent dreams. But I'm telling you this: to make a dream come true, you got to get woke. Hmm. Stay right. woke. Stay woke. So, but if you want to sleep, go ahead. I ain't, Uncle Steve don't give a damn no more. All right. Speaking of woke, okay. stay woke, California. <laughs> you vote today. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Okay, attention all California registered voters. Attention. Here is a section from an article in the LA Times on the gubernatorial Republican, um, Larry Elder. Many black voters have heard him, Elder, deny the existence of systemic anti-black racism, have heard his defenses of former President Trump and promotion of the birther lie that former President Obama was born in Kenya. They also remember that Elder published a book back in 2008 titled Stupid Black Men. More recently, black voters have heard his case for reparations. Steve, you mentioned this earlier to the descendants of slave owners who lost their property, quote unquote, uh, when enslaved black people were emancipated. Also not in the article, but trending on social media, a video back when Larry Larry Elder defended George Zimmerman, the man who, of course, fatally shot teenager Trayvon Martin back in 2012. And Trayvon, of course, was unarmed. A Florida jury acquitted Zimmerman in 2013 of all charges in that killing. So this is Larry Elder. This 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 guy is anti-black. Let, let me, yeah, he's he done everything. You I don't understand. It. Whatever white folks want him to say or need him to say, he is their poster child. He is the the colored that they get to say. And these are not regular white people. These are the people who want the evil spread. These are the, the whites who want the lies spread. They come and they found the ideal colored poster boy and they prop him up and he does their bidding. As soon as Larry Elder is not doing their bidding, they're going to be done with him. How can you support George Zimmerman? How can you demand that reparations be given to white people because they lost their property? How can you promote the fact that you say slavery was legal? Slavery was legal to who? Hmm. To who? Preach. Disgusting. Who was slavery legal to? Slavery wasn't legal. If slavery was legal, everybody would have had slaves. There are people who knew you wasn't supposed to have slaves. How can you say such a thing? This ridiculous colored poster boy for the evil white section of this country is Larry Elder. Where is is Larry from? Where where he came from? L.A. He's from Los Angeles. He's from Los Angeles. Okay. Mm -hmm. All so right. he should, a he book should know well to better. all the stupid black men. Stupid Look, black who wrote men. It? Yeah, stupid dog, black men. Dog, dog, dog. We, wow. we are awake, uh, dude. Yeah. You the one that's stupid, and, and you and you 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 four levels below stupid. You have no self-esteem. When you look in the mirror and you see your black skin, you got to hate yourself. You have got to hate yourself because you're doing everything to deny who you are. You've already done that. You've never been black. You've never wanted to be black. You don't want anything to do with black. But the sad, but the sad thing is, your ass is black. Is his wife mm-hmm. black? I, would, I, don't, I don't know. know. I don't know who married Ain't no him. way this but ain't nobody. Ain't no black house. woman. I know what married his name. I don't know now. <laughs> What you <laughs> I don't know a black woman that I know that I know black women to be Mm-mm. go marry his ass. Not Pam. It nah, ain't gonna happen. Not, with Pam. Not, no, not, no, no. She's black. No. She's not Yolanda. White. She's white. Uh-huh. Yeah, we figured that. Uh, yeah. Surprise. He don't want nothing to do with black. Mm. How he gonna marry a black woman when he don't want to be black? <laughs> oh, she Lily White. 
Yeah. What? Is she really? She literally white. Look at this you woman. You be quiet, nephew. See this Oh, woman? my God. Ooh, that's a little white, white woman here. Lily heart what? loves what it Lily loves, white, white nephew. Woman here. <laughs> Ooh, you got a little white, white woman. All right, so listen, stay woke, California. President Biden will be at a rally today and urging voters to vote for Gavin Newsom. If you need information about your polling place, voting centers, or ballot drop-off locations, Contact your county elections office. Call the Secretary of State's voter hotline at 1-800-345-VOTE. 1-800-345-VOTE. I just found a picture online. Larry Elder has a shirt on that says Uncle Tom. He got a T-shirt on that says Uncle Tom. Embrace it. All right. (laughs) Embrace it. Own it. Coming up next, the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is she has skeletons and bodies. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But right now, it is the nephew here with today's prank phone call. What you got for his nephew? It's a good one. I left my medicine in your house. I left my medicine in your house. Come on, Kat. Hello. Hello, am I speaking to Clarence? Yeah, is he. Who is this? Hey, Clarence, uh, um, hey, my name is Sherman, dog. Uh, your house is the one that uh, uh got broke into last week, right? Yeah, man. Just waiting on the police to get back with me. Tell me if they found these people or not, man. Now, hold on. What's your name again now? Sherman. Sherman. Thurman. Sherman. Thurman. How you, how you hear about it? Oh, no, you know, I, I stay uh, a couple streets old. Everybody in the neighborhood kind of heard that uh, y'all had got yeah. broke in on. Yeah, man, everybody been kind of kind of real good around here, man. It just don't make no sense, man. You go out here and work hard for stuff, and then, you know, people just do you like this, man. It just, I'm just glad wasn't nobody hurt, man. My wife and my son, they, they alive, and that's, you know, that's the best thing, man. So, yeah. you know, try not to cuss with some shit. Like this happened, you know. I understand, man. I, I yeah, do. You, you stay a couple streets over, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> hey, hey, let me, let me, let me say this to you, man. I, I, I want to say first of all, I, I hate what happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And, and uh, uh, I, I do, man. I, you know, and I'm glad your, your family and stuff. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Well, hey, man, can I just, can I just say this here, man? Uh, and I don't really know how to say it, but. Uh-huh. I was I was with the two dudes that had broke in there. I I was with them when they did that. Okay, you did you just say you was with the that broke in my house? I, so so you broke in my house. No, see no, see see that's why I'm see that Clarence, that's what I'm I'm calling you trying to tell you. I was trying to talk them out of it. You know what I'm saying? Well, what the happened because they did the I, I couldn't talk them out of it. But you know I was well, okay. I wasn't in there taking nothing. Is what I'm saying. Okay, 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 okay. Well, who was in there taking it then? Man, I can't, I can't be doing, I can't do that. I can't. See, I ain't trying to get in the middle of that. No, no, no. You, you can do that. You just called my damn phone. Oh, you can tell me who broke in here. You was one of the. Who else was with you? That, that ain't, this, that ain't even the reason why I called, man. I, I, I don't give a damn what the reason you called me. You called me. A broken my. Who, who was with you? Who was with you? Man, I... I'm, I'm, Matter of fact, what street you stay on? No, let, let me say this to you, man. This is the reason why I called. Ain't See, when we was in there 
and then they, they start screaming and hollering at each other, and then saying, we got to hurry up and get out. You know, like I say, I was in there trying to talk them out of that. I don't give a if you tried to talk them into it. You broke into my... This broke in my house. You... And got the guy my audacity to call me. Okay, but listen, man. Listen, listen, listen to me, man. The I'm listening to you for... While I was in there, man, and, and you know, they was we was getting out of there in a hurry, I actually left... I, 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 my, my, uh, my pills fell out of my pocket. My bottle of you pills, know. man, my medicine. And I don't, I don't got no more refills on it, man. And I need my medicine. That's why I'm calling you to see if you don't mind me coming back over there to get my pills. I don't give a f about your medicine. My, this m who gives a about, I tell you what, I tell you, no. ask me about some medicine. No, I was just caught up in a bad situation, man. I swear to God, if I see you over here, I swear to God, I'm going to beat your ass. No, I'm going to beat your ass. You better be glad my son wasn't in my damn house. Man, listen, man. I'm not trying to get in, have no problems with nobody. I just need my medicine, man. your medicine. You got problems with me. I don't have no more refills on that medicine. I need my medicine. I'll get sick. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Come come get your medicine. You know exactly where I stand. I'm going to have a front door open. You ain't got to break in this time. Come get your medicine. I swear to God, you're going to need more than just that medicine. I'm going to put some on your ass. Man, why are you taking it out on me, man? And I'm the one that was in there trying to talk him out of it. You was with the because that's the point. That's my, bring them too. Tell them to help you come get your medicine. So all I want to do is get my medicine and be through with this. That's all I'm trying to say to you. I ain't trying to start no trouble with you. Start no trouble you broke into my house you know what i tell you what i all this here i tell you what come get the medicine come 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 get the medicine right now i'm at what what street you stay on i'll bring it to you hey man i'm not gonna go back and forth arguing with you man i'm gonna come over there and get my medicine and me you're gonna be through with each other you ain't got to go back and forth i tell you what come on over here get your medicine right now. This evening, you're going to need some more medicine. They're going to come break in my house. You broke into my I take care of my wife and my kids in this house. I understand that. And I will not be back in your house after I get my medicine. Who the is you hollering at? Dog, I, I tell you what. You No, 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 no. You ain't going to be back in my house after you get this medicine. You're going to have a permanent new residence. I swear to God, you're going to be living in a cemetery. Listen, I got one more thing I need to say to you before I get over there. Is you listening to me? Say that on your way over here. I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm on my way now. I got one more thing I need to say. Is you listening? Well, say it then. That's enough you tell me from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister, Bray. <laughs> Hello? Who the f*** is this? <laughs> Hey, man. Hey, class, this nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your sister Bree got me to prank you, man. Boy, you, you, oh, you <laughs> play too so much. I don't believe this. <laughs> oh, miss, he said, man, they, they broke in my brother's house. He needs spirits lifted. He said, come on, call him and get it. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you damn near had you a well with ass. <laughs> Oh, man, boy, y'all wrong for this here. Oh, man. Oh. Hey, man, let me ask you something. 
What is? What is the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> it is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen, bro. Hey, and if the n- that that broke in my house is listening, n- uh, you can come back over here. If you left your medicine, come on, come back and get it. I'm at home right now. If they listening, they can come on back over there now. Yeah, right, right now. Bring your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, y'all wrong for that. Ooh, nephew Tommy. <laughs> <sighs> Oh man, <laughs> man! Let me like first and say, as a person that take medicine, I thought that was absolutely hilarious. I swear to God, as a person on medication, thought but, that was. But the, pr- the part I like was he kept checking with somebody. This done broke in my house. So you yeah, who are you talking to? You just audacity to call me. Call me. He, he, about three times he said, "This blanket blanket broke in my house." <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't believe his good fortune. Uh, man, come on, but, Clarence, but man. you know, you know when you ain't got no more refills, man. Man, right? The insurance ain't gonna pay. No, no. We gotta go get another appointment to get some more refills. I ain't got no more refills. I ain't got no more refills. Oh man. Oh, that was funny. That was but you, good, you said man. I tried Good-ness. to talk them out of it. Uh, <laughs> well, you didn't. Oh man. You hey, didn't. Man. Hey, man. I ain't really had nothing to do with this, but I just need my medication. <laughs> oh, man, my pills fell out of my pocket, dog. <laughs> All right, let me drop it so you can understand how I'm working this thing, man. All right, Tommy got a product called Just Good Grits, all right? The first one is called Heart and Soul. They got a little seasoned flavor to them. The other one, oh, my God, is Spicy Love. They got a kick to them. They got a real nice kick to them. Now, laying in the cut, I'm coming back because there's always a debate when you're talking about grits because some people want sugar. Some people don't want sugar. Sweet and sassy is on the way. So, Tommy going to have three different flavors of grits for you to choose from. Just good grits. Just good grits. G-R-I-T-Z dot com. Go check me out. I promise you. You're going to see all the people emailing Tommy saying how good these grits are. Just good grits dot com. All right, grits man. Coming up next, <laughs> strawberry letter. The Uncle subject. Ben is gone. Tommy is on the way. <laughs> <laughs> strawberry letter, the subject. She's got skeletons and bodies. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click, 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 submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here. You hear that? You never know. It could be yours. It could, it could. could. Buckle up. Mm -hmm. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, she's got skeletons and bodies. Dear Stephen Shirley, I met my wife on an online dating site two years ago. All of the things she wanted in a male matched mine to a T. She had been married before, and I had been engaged, but I had called off my wedding in the nick of time. I shared my horrible experience with my wife, and I told her that my ex had a past that I was unaware of, and her own family was the one to tell me about her. My wife assured me that she had nothing to hide. I fell for her quickly, and we got married three months ago. She did not want a big wedding since she'd been married before, and I told her it was fine, but my parents wanted to have a nice reception for us. I invited my closest friends and family, and she invited a few of her friends and said her family wasn't able to travel. 
I met her mom, so I didn't understand why she couldn't come at the last minute, but I didn't let that spoil our day. At the reception, she knew one of my good female friends, but barely spoke to her. My female friend and I have been inseparable since we were in grade school, but she's got a wife now and a baby, so I barely get to see her. A few days after the reception, my... What did you say? Yeah, my my female friend and I have been inseparable since we were in grade school, but she's got a wife now and a baby, so I barely get to see her. Just go get my baby. Okay. Focused on that, but that ain't really none of my business. Yeah. I you just wanted to make sure you you were clear. Yeah, and I apologize to anybody thought mm-hmm. I was making an issue out of it because I wasn't. I just didn't know what yeah. I had heard. Go ahead, sure. I got bad. you. Okay. Moving on. A few days after the reception, my friend sent a plant to the house as a late gift, but it was only addressed to me. I called and asked if she'd forgotten to put my wife's name on it. She said she would have put her name on it if she knew her real name. She said my wife had changed her name and was still married to a man in Connecticut that she left high and dry after he had a motorcycle accident. I did not believe it until I did a little research and I found out it was true. And she had uh, she also had several dating profiles still open just to hook up with men for sex. I have no idea who I married. Should I contact her other husband and tell him to come and get her? Please help. Well, that would be a good start, but uh, he probably is happy she's out of his hands. Um, I think you're in love with her. You said you fell for her quickly, but you didn't really know her. You didn't really know who you were falling in love with. So I said, continue to do your research, get the facts, so she won't be able to lie her way out of this mess. I mean, we all have a past. But your wife is on some next-level, shady, illegal stuff, uh, if all of this is true. I I know you're concerned she may do the same thing to you that she did to her last husband, leave him high and dry. She left him high and dry, so you're thinking she might leave you, leave you high and dry, all that. She's still on the Internet hooking up with men for sex. You've seen that with your own eyes. So I think the sooner you know the whole truth, the quick truth, the quicker you can get away from her. She's obviously real tricky, and you don't want her to know yet that you're investigating her and trying to get away. Um, so, you know, do your due diligence, and then, you know, get your evidence, stack your, your case up, get a lawyer, and you're probably going to have to get rid of her because she's not who you think you married. Steve? Well, this seems like a cut-and-dry case to me. I don't really see why we even take a time with that. He only been married three months. You need to get this annulled and walk out. Because yep. this is crazy. <laughs> you met her online, so you got catfished. She been married before. I've been engaged. I called off my wedding just in the nick of time. I shared my horrible experience with my wife, and I told her that my ex had a past that I was unaware of, and her own family was the one to tell me about it. Okay, well, where this one family at? See, you seem to know how to get to the bottom of things by talking to people's family. Where is her family at? See, once I find out the way to know something, I use that as an experience of getting to know something. If I met everybody else's family and they end up telling me some crazy stuff about somebody I was dating, when I meet a new family, guess what? We're going to have some questions. Thus, problem solved. My wife assured me that she had nothing to hide. I fell for her quickly. We got married three months ago. She didn't want a big wedding since she'd been married before. She didn't want a big wedding because she didn't want some of them people to come that know the truth. Right. See, that's why she didn't want the big wedding. She didn't need all them people showing up that might know the facts. 
she didn't want a big song. I told her it was fine, but my parents wanted to have a nice reception for us. I invited my closest friends and family, and she invited a few of her friends and said her family wasn't able to travel. Really? You didn't think nothing suspicious about this. None of her family could travel. No damn about cousins, niece, spanking them. Couldn't nobody travel. Because, you know, spanking comes to everything. Uh What up, kid folk? That's him right there. Everybody got one of them in their family. At the reception, she knew one of my good female friends, but barely spoke to her. My female friend and I have been inseparable since we're in grade school, but she's got a wife now and a baby, so I barely get to see her. Now, Steve, I have to let you know, sir, this section of the letter is not what this letter is about. So get your mind off this. This ain't your damn business. This is 2021. This happens all the time. I don't know why my mind is stuck in this little section right here <laughs> with his friend and, and all this here, but it ain't. Hold then on, when Steve. we come back, I'll share with you the rest of it, and you'll find out my answer. Which all right. Have. We'll have part two of Steve's response at 23 minutes after the hour. Strawberry Letter's subject for today. She's got skeletons and bodies. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, she has skeletons and bodies. Whoa. Well, you'd have met this lady that you married offline. You happened real quick. You'd have found out she got all these skeletons. She told you there was nothing to hide. You fell for three months ago. None of her family came to the wedding. She said they couldn't, none of them travel. She didn't want a big wedding because, you know, other people come that know the facts. And so now she'd only had a couple of friends there. Your family wanted to throw you a reception. You get to the reception, and your wife that you married knew one of your good female friends but barely spoke to her. Your female friend and you have been inseparable since we were in grade school, but she's got a wife now and a baby, so I barely get to see her. All right, now, a few days after reception, my friend, this is your girl that you was friends with since grade school, sent a plant to the house as a late gift, but it was only addressed to me. I called and asked if she'd forgotten to put my wife's name on it. She said she would have put her name on it if she knew her real name. Hmm. So now your girlfriend knew. She said my wife had changed her name and was still married to a man in Connecticut that she left high and dry after he had a motorcycle accident. Now we we got we got we got to ask too many questions right now. You mean to tell me you still married? So you didn't hear that. You changed your name. So you didn't hear that. And your ex-husband, you left because he had a motorcycle accident. We need to look into this motorcycle accident and make sure this was a motorcycle accident and was not attempted murder. I did not believe it until I did a little research and found out it was true. Hold up, bro. How you been played one time and you didn't Google search this girl? You found her online, then you might as well find out about her online. Where does where does the stupidity stop? Right. You know, at one point in time, you can't have good sense and then stop having it. But at least if you're going to be stupid, at least be stupid all the way out. 
So, dog, you could have looked her up online. What? No, he she he could have looked up stupid. <laughs> Ask Tommy. So Tommy, 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 somebody who can understand right what I'm saying. <laughs> Tommy, yes sir. Stupid doesn't have a cutoff point, does it? No, stupid is endless. Stupid is timeless. Okay, so I, I just rest wanted my you case. to elaborate. Yeah. So I wanted to know when did he stop being stupid? You know what? That sounds like a greeting card. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is right there. It's hallmark. Right, it's a greeting card. And, and, and it'll be a big seller. Yeah. <laughs> so now, should I contact her other husband and tell him to come get her? Yeah. Yeah, you should. But dog, let me ask you a couple questions. She changed her name. You ain't know nothing about that. You Googled her and found her online, but you didn't Google her to find out about her online. You can get this a no. Are you sure it was a motorcycle accident? And here's my other question. How did your girlfriend know, though? Ah. See, how did your girlfriend know? That's what I wanted to know. And your girlfriend, she just met her when she came to the reception. So you was already married, so she couldn't tell you. But she played the cold part, though. Women slick, boy, sent the plant with one name on it. Oh, well, I love the way women, women be slick. You just put your name on it. He gonna call me and ask me about it. And then the cat got out the bag. So that's all this is. This is a deceptive thing right here. She's got skeletons and bodies, and now you want them. And now you want them. And also, hold on, hold on. I left this part out here right here. Uh, I found out it was true, and she also had several dating profiles yeah. still open just to hook up with men for sex. I have no idea who I married. That's At true. All. <laughs> well, let me tell you who you married. You didn't marry a uh, con artist slash hooker. Yeah. <laughs> One more time. Anywhere. You married a slash uh, a con artist slash hooker. Okay. Congratulations. And it's only been three months. You can get it annulled. Meet me in the bag of Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. People for it's face value. You gotta do some sort of research. Yeah. I don't know Background check. So, Shirley, uh, yes. ask me some questions. If you met, met me online, ask me some questions, and I'm going to show you how people lie. Just any dating online questions. All right. So, what do you do for a living? Oh, I work. <laughs> <laughs> don't need this to be the truth. <laughs> Okay, um, where do you live? Oh, I stay, uh, there's so many choices. You know, I got so many homes and places. Oh, you have a lot of I homes. Just, yeah, I have a lot of homes. You know, I'm doing really quite well. Oh, wow. Have you ever been married before? Uh, no, no, I've never been married. I almost got married one time, got engaged, but I called it off, you know, yeah. found out she was a liar. I do not like liars. <laughs> As I'm lying. <laughs> That's where you, you draw the line. Are you close to your family? You Am I close to my family? Yeah, very close. close. Very close. <laughs> very close. Well, I'd love to um, continue talking to you, but uh, we have to go. Uh, um, well, hold on, <laughs> me too. <laughs> post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM and on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Junior is here with Sports Talk. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Here we go. It is time for Sports Talk with Junior. What you got, Junior? Oh, my gosh. Fellas, did y'all see the game last night? Yes, I did. Baltimore Ravens, Las Vegas Raiders. This sounds crazy saying that. Las I Vegas Raiders. one half. One half. One half. Then I was in a cold. Oh, you missed it. You missed the <laughs> overtime and everything. It was good. It was a good game, man. I mean, I really am proud of the Raiders, man. I mean, you know, it's their first year in their new stadium. First game. First game in there with a crowd. Yeah. And they got to win, man, overtime. Because if it looked like for a second, like Lamar Jackson, is he not the truth? He is true. Oh, man, this boy, yeah. if he wasn't a fumble, them two fumbles. Well, that's what? a lot, though. Yeah, that's too many. That's a lot. Have fumbled them two fumbles. <laughs> fumbled them two fumbles. Damn, Junior. <laughs> well, uh, well, I, what I was supposed to say, it didn't what? sound right. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, he the truth, ain't he? <laughs> if he hadn't have fumbled them two fumbles. <laughs> yeah. Lost both of them. Yeah, lost both of them, man. But it was a good game, man. I, I think that Baltimore's going to be fine. Yeah, they will. I think they're they going to be fine. And I think that uh, the Raiders... They in a tough division because you know they in the division with the Rams. Mm-hmm. So you know, did you see the Rams on Sunday? Now you saw it, yeah. I saw the Rams. Okay then, so that's who they competition. You, ain't, you ain't got the way I want you to go yet. Where, where you want me to go? The Texans that won. That's what I want you to get. Hey man, we not, we not even, that. we not gonna even go back over that though. Yeah, we were already this little party because yeah. this ain't gonna last long. Uh, we was already ranked thirty-two. Yeah. We beat the thirty-first team. Where you think we going? To thirtieth. <laughs> <laughs> We we not up there, man. We not don't. Oh, well, man. y'all did go up. Browns lost, so I man. But the Browns play the Texans this week. Oh, don't I ain't want to tell him. You ain't telling because if we tell him this week right now, mm-hmm. we gonna have trouble all week with him. That's okay. Well, let me just say this. I know y'all had a good game. Y'all won and we lost. Don't come in here Monday though. <laughs> if y'all, See, I told you. If, I if told the Browns you. beat the Texans, don't come in here Monday. Hey, I'm, I'm impressed with Tyrod Taylor. I am for right hey, now. He, he got on, yeah, man. He he, boy, you know, hey, man, he used to play at Cleveland, too. We liked him in Cleveland. Yeah, he did. He yeah, did he's a bad boy. boy. I'm going to tell you something, man. There was a lot of stars at the uh, Raiders game, too. It was, man. So I Las do. Vegas, you know, we on out there, man. We did that thing. Vegas, one of my favorites. I got to go to Vegas for this year go out, man. It's time, man. It's time, man. Man. Junior, Ooh, you want to go, dog? Yeah, man, I'm going to go. You know I'm going. Man. Let's go and get out of here, man. Put the tusses back on. We putting the tusses back dog, on. Dog, that's all I wear. We got to go back to Vegas, I wear man. nothing. I wear a tux. I wake up and put a tux on. I gamble's in a tuxedo. All day long. Y'all don't go to Rhino? Rhino? No, we at the table, dog. You understand how serious we on a hunt. Rhino's. What is Rhino's? That's the best strip club in Vegas. Man, I can't go no damn strip club. Tommy. In a tux. We going to Vegas and we ain't going to Rhino. Junior can go, but not Steve. All right. Sorry, I'm on strip club. I'm on TMZ right after that. Thanks, guys. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. Yeah, Peaches Unkin here. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, today we're going to talk about when growing up was fun, all right? You never forgot the neighborhood kids you grew up with, no matter how hard you try. You never forget them. Uh, So, Steve, you never forget names. Name someone from your neighborhood you will never forget, and tell us why. Biggie (laughs) Wig. That's easy. Friends to this day. Wow. What does Biggie Wig mean? Uh... Biggie Wig, mm. big thoughts. He's okay. a planner. Okay. Whenever something was going to pop off, everybody went to Biggie Wig. His real name is, his last name is Biggins. 
got it. Uh-huh. His last uh-huh. name is Biggie. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So you know black people, Biggie Wig. Yeah. And yeah. that's what the combination right. is. Then you had Manny, which is nicknamed Hoon. I love Manny, Hoon. 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 H-O-O-N. Hoon. Hoon. That's okay. all we call His name is Emmanuel Calhoun. We just called him Hoon. Hoon. Then it was okay. Anthony Meredith, Mooney. Mooney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. it was, I was Tater Chip growing up, and it turned into Wonder Love at college. Why were you tater, tater chip? Because my oh. body was shaped like a tater chip. <laughs> oh, so you just had to ride with that. It was was no getting out of it. Every now and then, crispy, you know. <laughs> crispy. And on the arm. Uh, and uh, onion. 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 onion arm. Onion was cause his severe gland problem he had. He stank like. He stank like it was a malfunction. So his name was Onion. He didn't have to be doing nothing. No, just stand there. <laughs> the aroma that came off that boy was severe. Severe. Man, you, have, you ever, have you ever looked out on concrete? You ever been standing somewhere and look way out in the distance on concrete and you see them heat waves coming yep. up? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. That's what came off him in the form of funk. <laughs> His little ass. You, you remember the uh, cartoon liners? Yeah. You remember the little dude to be pig pee and be standing there just yeah. dirt just be oh, from the off peanuts. Off of yeah. Yeah. This yeah. dude just onion hair funk just come off of him. Man. Wow. Wow. Jesus. wow. I'm funny. talking about man, unbelievable odor. <laughs> so why was they your crew? To us what? And we was little boys. Why was that man. your crew though? What was so special about those group of guys? 112th Street. Same area. Yeah, same feet. area, huh? Same we needed street. each other because we was our own protection. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we had gangs back then, but wasn't no shooting and killing. The gangs were just fist fight. This our block. You don't come over here. This ours. Mm-hmm. And that's how it mm-hmm. was all the time. And they mm-hmm. just, they, they protected their street. And when it was time to walk to school, you had to walk to school past other neighborhoods. So y'all all walked to school together in case something happened. Like if I crossed Bartlett, I had to deal with the Pee Wee Marquis. If I had to go up to the Empire, I had to deal with uh, 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 Noble Disciples. We was just gangs, just fighting. You know, we would have gang fights. You meet us in the church parking lot, you bring 10. Fighting at the church? Church, church parking lot. <laughs> That's not how we looked at that. <laughs> <laughs> was this about location, convenience? It's all about, but they had a big dirt parking lot where you could fall and wouldn't really hurt yourself that bad. Wow. We didn't fight at the playground. We fought at the big dirt parking lot. Yeah. Because it was all dirt. And he said, you bring 10, I bring 10. Well, I never bought the number I told y'all was coming. <laughs> we, we, we come you can't with. give me that information up front. No, I'm going to bring 10. All right, I'll bring 10 too. Then I just undercount. <laughs> I got 15 minimum at least. Minimum. <laughs> All bikes. <laughs> I loved it back then, but back then was simple. It was fights. Yeah. yeah. You know, we forgave yeah. each other. We see each other at school. Mm-hmm. And then y'all became yeah. cool, right? Sometimes. You know, we cool. You, you know, you can yeah, say, hey, yeah. man, sorry about that. Yeah. You know, like if you hit somebody too hard, bust his eye and all that, hey, man, I don't need to bust your eye. Yeah. yeah. Stuff Better like that. Time. But now, it's totally different. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for that trip down memory lane. Like a West Side Story, don't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Tell Me Something Good News. So, Steve, we got to say congratulations to your beautiful wife, Marjorie, and the Harvey Foundation. The Girls Who Run the World Day 2021 was a huge success. The Girls Who Run the World Mentoring Program provides goals in educational enrichment, college prep, uh, career exposure and leadership development, global service, cultural, global, and philanthropic awareness. Check out more on the Harvey Foundation social media pages and the website harveyfoundation.org. Yeah. So the girls did it. Yeah, they yeah. did it. I saw, it. I saw it on Instagram. <laughs> Marjorie. It was so good. Go, Marjorie. Yeah, she did a thing this weekend. Proud mm-hmm. of her. She's, my, wife's, my wife still ain't recovered from jet lag, though. She was <laughs> on straight struggle. <laughs> it wow. didn't look like it. it she was there know, for those man. girls. They had no. A she time. came home and was done. <laughs> <laughs> that was Stop it. laughing at me, <laughs> <laughs> baby. You tired? Huh? <laughs> I said, baby, who, who am I talking to? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's good work, man. We enjoyed it. That's just, that's yeah. a big focal mentoring, point of our like, life is yeah. mentoring. Yeah, that's the, the one thing I'll, I'll probably never stop doing long after I retire. Mm-hmm. That'll probably be my, that's gonna be my life's work. Ooh, man, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I was scared for a second. God's what? work, you doing? Thought you God's gonna work. stop mentoring when you retired? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I got <laughs> Junior, you grown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lord, what was I gonna do? <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, attention all California registered voters. Attention. Here is a section from an article in the L.A. Times on the gubernatorial Republican, um, Larry Elder. Many black voters have heard him, Elder, deny the existence of systemic anti-black racism, have heard his defenses of former President Trump and promotion of the birther lie that former President Obama was born in Kenya. They also remember that Elder published a book back in 2008 titled Stupid Black Men. More recently, black voters have heard his case for reparations. Steve, you mentioned this earlier to the descendants of slave owners who lost their property, quote unquote, uh, when enslaved black people were emancipated. Also not in the article, but trending on social media, a video back when Larry Larry Elder defended George Zimmerman the man who, of course, fatally shot teenager Trayvon Martin back in 2012. And Trayvon, of course, was unarmed. A Florida jury acquitted Zimmerman in 2013 of all charges in that killing. So this is Larry Elder. This, this, this guy is anti-black. Let, let me, yeah, he's he done everything. You I don't understand. It. Whatever white folks want him to say or need him to say, he is their poster child. He is the the colored that they get to say, and these are not regular white people. These are the people who want the evil spread. These are the the whites who want the lies spread. They come and they found the ideal colored poster boy, and they prop him up, and he does their bidding. As soon as Larry Elder 
is not doing their bidding, they're going to be done with him. How can you support George Zimmerman? How can you demand that reparations be given to white people because they lost their property? How can you promote the fact that you say slavery was legal? Slavery was legal to who? Hmm. To who? Preach. Disgusting. Who was slavery legal to? Slavery wasn't legal. If slavery was legal, everybody would have had slaves. There are people who knew you wasn't supposed to have slaves. How can you say such a thing? This ridiculous colored poster boy for the evil white section of this country is Larry Elder. All so right. He should, a he book should know well to better. all the stupid black men. Stupid look, look black who wrote men. it. Yeah, stupid dog, black men. Dog, dog, dog. We, wow. we are awake. You the one that's stupid. You four levels below stupid. You have no self-esteem. When you look in the mirror and you see your black skin, you got to hate yourself. You have got to hate yourself because you're doing everything to deny who you are. You've already done that. You've never been black. You've never wanted to be black. You don't want anything to do with black. But the sad, but the sad thing is, your ass is black. Vote, California. Vote. Coming yes. up, it is our last break of the day. And we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Hartley 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day on this Tuesday. Election Day in California. Please I know you'll have something everybody. to say about that, Steve. Yeah, uh, I will. Mm-hmm. But go ahead but, um, and do something first. Yeah, we have one more CLO question left over from earlier. Uh, these people need help, Steve. So here we are. This is for the CLO. Uh, Tangela in Memphis says, I'm a 41-year-old married woman, and I'm in a situation with my husband's brother. He's been living with us for the past few months, and he told my husband that I purposely put on leggings and cut off shirts when I'm in home, at home, alone with him. Uh, he's told my husband that I make him uncomfortable when I walk around my house. My house, my house now in my robe. I told my husband that I will always be comfortable in my house and it's time for his brother to move. My husband won't put him out. So how do I reclaim my house? Uh, You put him out. Hmm. It's your All house. Right then. Mm-hmm. You put him out. But, but see, this brother, he out of line. Very much so. I'm uncomfortable with your wife walking around in leggings and her house coat. Hold up, dog. So what you're really telling your brother is you're lusting mm. after his wife. That's what you're saying. And she walking around her house, so she got to be fully robed and clothed. She got on leggings at home, and you can't handle it. So now you done told your brother you uncomfortable. Man, miss me. You can get the <laughs> hell out of my house. You're going to get the hell out of my house. You walk in your house and you say, excuse me, I have an announcement to make. You have one week to move. There you go. You have one week to move. I'm not asking Herbert. I'm not trying to get him to go along with this here. I want you out of my house in one week. And your brother can't stop it. And if your brother talk crazy to me, you can take your brother with your ass too. Nah. Mm-hmm. Nah. Mm-hmm. And you a woman, you got every right to do that because that's your house too. Her house too, that's right. 
I sitting a man being comfortable in my own house. Oh, no, yeah. I'm not finna do that, though. For somebody else that don't live that way, Yeah. <laughs> and he's please. telling his brother what she has on for what? So she, he can make her stop wearing those clothes in her house? What is he doing? Dog, what so doing? he can be comfortable. Dog, yeah. Get your ass out. Go get a house where you can be comfortable in. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Dog. Your, your comfort level. Yeah. <laughs> man. That's crazy. That's got to be his older brother. Mm. Who don't want their wife walking around or something like that? Please, man, I'll get this dude out of here so fast. It's no way I'm taking that right there. Yeah. And, and he's it. been there a while, Steve, for the past he got few to go. months. Old ass got to go. <laughs> bye. Get out. And speaking of bye, bye to Larry Elder. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a great train. Nice segue. 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 Go and vote. Take your voter ID, take your registration card, take your driver's license, and go and vote. Go and vote today for Governor Gavin Newsom. This we call is ridiculous. This this human being, Larry Elder, he's he's despicable, man. I've never, I mean, I've seen it before, but not at this level. This is a guy who was born into this world to look as though he was black or African American who wants nothing to do with it at all, hmm. who is in total defense of the extreme right wing, not just the conservative party, the extreme right that pushes idiotic theories that slavery was legal, that there should be reparations for slave owners because they lost property. And in case you all don't know, slavery was legal. Are you kidding me, man? And they got a black person. They found a color to say this for them. See, that's what they did. He has a shirt on online, and he got a black T-shirt with Uncle Tom on it. This is a picture that's online. I'm not making this up. He understands. He's trying to make fun of his wife is white, which has nothing to do with you being an Uncle Tom or a sellout or none of that. It has nothing to do with it. I'm just adding that fact. But then somebody was saying, man, he married a, a white woman. Why would he marry a black person? When that's the last thing he wants to be on, on this earth. If I'm pretty sure if Larry Elder could be white, he would do everything in his power. So since he can't change his skin, he's changed his mind. You hush up the nasty. So now he's made himself to think to the extreme conservative level and be as white. How? What's the whitest I can think since I can't be white? And what's the whitest, most extreme level of conservatism I can act like since I can't be white? Maybe then they is likes me. <laughs> Uh-uh. You're not going to do it. You're not. That's what I do. I does that. And that's exactly what he did. And so you all, Governor Gavin Newsom is on the ballot, and we are not giving up uh, uh, California. 
and and we're gonna make it known. So everybody in LA, everybody in Sacramento, everybody in California, everybody in San Jose, go vote and send a message to these hate people uh, that we not having it. And our vote speaks and we all woke now and we're not going back to sleep. Those are my closing remarks today. Thank you, Larry Elder. Wow. Larry Elder's going to make America great again. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 